0: listening to the Thought Leaders Business Lab episode 78 and today we're talking about creating a life with zero limits. Think it's not possible? Stay tuned. Join me as we explore the strategies that you can implement to create and grow a business based on your expertise. Welcome to the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Welcome to another Monday episode of the Thought Leaders Business Lab. Happy, happy Monday. I hope you're having a fabulous day so far and that it's the beginning of a sensational week ahead. I've just started a new... Facebook live show biz tips at nine I don't know if you've seen it Seen it? if you have thank you so much I'd love you to leave your your comments and let me know what topics you're enjoying what you'd love to see more of what you don't really care much about and what you really don't don't want to see let me know that too right because the more you let me know what you want the more that I can create and uh, give it value to you so if you haven't seen it Biz Tips at Nine is over on my Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash the Sam Riley. And Biz Tips at Nine is all about, you know, little top five to 10 minute tips that are super actionable that you can just take away. It's like a little mini workshop where you can just jump in, grab the, the gold that I deliver, and implement it into your day and get on with your day. So I'd love you to head over there to facebook.com forward slash the Sam Riley. Check out Biz Tips at 9. Let me know what you're loving. Let me know what you want to see more of and uh, and join and be part of the community and the conversation, you know. I don't know how many times I like to say it. I love to talk and I uh, I love to interact and create relationships with you guys. It's fantastic. Now today's topic is all around human potentiality and I love this topic because I feel that all of us at some point or another hold ourselves back and really don't you know, reach the greatness that we're destined to, to reach. We, we hold ourselves back. So I've invited uh, Matthew Patty onto the show, who's a global leader in consciousness, human excellence and business growth. And he's built several six and seven figure businesses over the past 25 years. Uh, and now he uses his unique blend and knowledge of metaphysical principles and business strategy to help transformational leaders, conscious business owners, and holistic practitioners to scale their business and their consciousness. We had a great conversation. We really, I felt like we really went down the rabbit hole on this one. So I'd love you to join together with us into the business lab with Matthew Patty. Welcome to the show, Matthew. It's really great to have you here joining me today.
1: Thank you, Sam. It's so good. So good.
0: Uh, I'm really, really looking forward to chatting with you today because we've already spoken a couple of times and we were just chatting before we press record on this. And I have a feeling we're going to go down a very deep rabbit hole today in one of my most favorite topics ever. Before we even deep dive there, why don't you share a little bit about who you are, maybe how you got here and the kinds of people that you work with
1: fantastic essentially have spent the best part of 25 years in building businesses that help people move them move closer to their their full potential so whether it's in health and well-being whether it's in spirituality or consciousness or whether it's you know moving that uh, the needle on their business so professionally trained as a physiologist worked in the in the, the you know pseudo medical field for many years and then just really felt that urge, that nudge to find my own missing piece. And that missing piece has brought me onto this path, which is about consciousness. And uh, I guess the the spirituality behind who we are in business and and what we're here to do on the planet at this Mm. time through the use of our unique gifts, talents and abilities.
0: And I love that like right off the bat, you said that you've just kind of landed here with all of the other expertise and experience that you've got. And I find that... the the majority of people that I work with, that, you know, they get to that point in their life where they're like, okay, I've got all of this expertise, but I know there's more, there's something else. And that's what we're going to talk about today. It's that extra bit, it's the zero limits. And I love that you say zero limits, because I think that if, look, I think that most of us, even though we say zero limits, there is limits that we don't even know that we're putting on ourselves, even those of us that believe there's zero limits. Let's start there. Is there really such a thing as zero limits?
1: I believe there is. I believe wholeheartedly with all of my soul and being that there there is zero limits and and it's a purposeful play on words uh-huh. because if we dive in nerd out a little bit on quantum physics then you you start to look at the zero point and zero point technology is where everything collapses in, into the now so you your full potential every opportunity is available to you right now and primarily it's because When we allow ourselves to find our edges, you know, we may have doubts and fears and superstitions and even, you know, that uh, self-imposed judgment from that external person, family or friends Mm -hmm. or fools, the three Fs, (laughs) um, then quite often we live in a paradigm, we live in a reality by our own creation. And so, zero limits is about bringing everything back into you. You are the zero point of your creation. You are where everything starts and ends. You are the alpha and the omega, if we you know, go to that extent. Mm-hmm. And so from that basis, that point, you give birth to your ideas and you also give birth to the clarity, the certainty, the confidence and the momentum in your life and in your, in your business as a direct result of those things.
0: So I love to work with people and help them to create their life by design first and then create their business. Because I believe that when it's done the other way around, it's like trying to jam a square peg into a round hole. And I've learned that by making the mistake myself and building my business first and then thinking, oh yeah, life isn't exactly what I wanted. And I love to help my clients dream, you know, if you could have anything, what would it be? How can we create this life where we can actually have whatever it is that we want? Because what I find is that we all, and I'm going to put myself in this bucket too, we all hold ourselves back. We've all got these limiting beliefs of this is what I really want, but I don't think I can get there, so I'm going to create this instead.
1: Most definitely. I love the fact that you start there. You know, you're the architect of your life and your dream dream life before going into and, and pulling or pushing the button on your right business ideas. So really it, it comes down to, I, I guess, as a quick little bit of a backstory. The reason why I created Zero Limits, because I'd been doing very similar things, helping people unpack their genius and create signature programs and moving them into the field for transformational leaders, conscious business owners, and holistic practitioners. But all the while, I saw the resistance in people. I saw this fear and frustration Mm -hmm. of exposing themselves and reaching out and and starting to, you know, allow this, this dream or this idea for an upgraded life to to be fully experienced. So I sat with it and I said, well, what is the foundation of everything? The foundation of everything is energy. Everything is energy. Regardless of whether we, we see a table made out of wood or a chair or a car, whatever it is, it may seem like an inanimate object and yet it is vibrating at a certain frequency, at a certain density in order to feel solid in this dimension. However, if everything is energy, then everything is alive. And so with that perspective then it's a case of, well, why can you not, not experience your dreams? How can you not experience your dreams if you, if you bring them into you rather than mm-hmm. putting them outside of you? So one of the big methods there is about moving, in my way, is moving from goals to intentions. Goals seem outside of us. Mm-hmm. It's a, a place to arrive at. It's a destination to pursue. Intentions are really a framework that we bring inside of us. So I intend to create the best life possible for myself, my family, my community and the world, my clients. And so it starts with you. And so the believability starts to kick in when the conscious mind and the analytical mind continues to run as that operating system and wants to work out the how. That typically is Newtonian law. it's, It's all about the how. It's about moving through time and moving through space in order to experience time. So I want to create this sort of business. I want to reach this amount of people and create this sort of impact. I've got to move through sequential steps in my mind or my conscious uh-huh. mind in uh-huh. order to do so. That's where our fears come in. That's where our disabling beliefs start to arise. And so the fastest path to experiencing your your ultimate reality or your dream life is to cultivate it inside first and discount the how. Because yeah. when we remove the how, we are transcending a third dimensional model And we are going into a fifth plus dimensional model, which is quantum. Quantum doesn't rely on the same time mechanisms or cycles that we do. And so really it's living in the end. And that's what I teach people to do. First, you might think it's a thought that's come. I want this type of life. I thought this type of life, but really it's a feeling, feeling of what's the end. It's not the money or the car or the holidays or the travel or the on stages you know, with thousands of people, whatever it is. It's actually what's after that. What's the feeling? That's what we dial into first. And that then becomes the new resident force that is moving us through space, through our actions, daily inspired actions, towards our intended outcome. So, I'm not sure where I've rabbited there. or No. So, I've
0: actually made a lot of notes because I want to go back and touch on some of those. But when you're talking about the feeling and that seeing, that's the certainty, isn't it? It's knowing that you're there. And I know if I can think back, I mean, there's two or three distinct things that come to mind straight away where I almost, when the thing that I had really, I'm going to say manifested, came about, Mm -hmm. I actually lost, I couldn't tell what was reality and what wasn't because when it actually happened, I felt like, I'd already been there. I'd already lived it. Yes. Such a bizarre feeling. Just this knowing of like, oh, this is it. This is what I saw a year ago with absolute clarity and certainty. And it's like I knew I'd been there. Yes. So that's really cool. Now, I want to go back. You said right at the beginning of that, you find that business owners, they or the people that you work with, they start to decide what it is that they want and then they have fears. And the words you use were exposing themselves. What I want to do is, I don't know if that just came out completely randomly, but I think there's something here, that exposing themselves, is that just dropping those masks? Why did you choose those words? Because I think there's something underneath that.
1: Yes, most definitely. It is one of the core statements that I use and inside the philosophies that I teach my clients is that to be fully transparent with the cosmos, to be fully transparent with the universe, which means you are transparent already. You're made of glad wrap, you're see through. So, or if you try and hide your little fears and phobias, your little things that you feel guilty or shameful about, even if it's leaving the family home or leaving this, you know, reader's digest version of your life that you've subscribed to and going out into the world, there's, there are these little elements uh, that have us feel Maybe I'm, I'm I'm abandoning others. Maybe okay. I'm I'm uh, I'm leaving others to their own devices when maybe they need me. So this this exposure and this transparency is about: Am I going to be held to ransom or called out on my own BS by others? So uh-huh. really, the exposure is linked to judgment, and uh-huh. judgment ultimately is is upon the self. So so that's that's where the exposure comes from. I is my message clear enough? Am I fully the full embodiment of my own vision and mission? Am I congruent and aligned with this? And that's where I feel uh, and hear a lot that people have shifted immensely in their life and immensely in their, their personal focus and business focus when they choose to get out of their own way and reveal their vulnerabilities, actually say that, you know, this is new for me. I'm in a whole new world because the unknown world is actually the world of the quantum the 3d world is connected to the how which is all about known and predictable it's about control when we are open and available to address anything that comes up inside of us which is i have an idea i want to you know feel really excited and inspired and and driven to work with these types of people and help them with these types of transformations and yet There is a part of me that really doesn't know whether I'm capable of doing that, whether I'm going to be able to positively influence the lives of others. So this is where this, you know, nakedness is really an invitation to expose deeper clarity because most often when there is a vulnerability or when there are more questions coming forward than answers, it's because there are voids in our knowledge or in our relationships or in our resources or even in our our ability to conceive of an outcome. And so, it's a can of worms when it's open, but it's the most liberating experience that you can show up right now in the present moment. And it is you know, very mindful, it's very consciousness-driven that there is no other time that exists. Now is the only moment that exists. And if you can take action upon your dreams, your your desires right now by feeling them and move into that state of being, and a state of being is how you feel, how you think, and how you act. Those three things create your state of being. Then what is brought forward are the answers to the questions that used to uh, doggedly control your mind and therefore you were controlled by your body. You're controlled Mm. by all these chemical responses in the body that signal fear or overwhelm or, or judgment.
0: So you talk about letting that guard down is the most liberating experience ever. And I totally agree with you. However, I think that it is also the most scary thing to do. Yes. The fears and the phobias that you mentioned, oh, wow, they come up big time, mm-hmm. you know, when we're going on this journey. Do you find that at that point that a lot of people just retreat back to old ways, to old subconscious habits, you know, even though it was a life they didn't like, it was, there's certainty there. They know what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, most definitely, and it is actually linked to the amount of clarity or the level of clarity that you give your self-commission to cultivate and to experience Ah. so people retreat back into their old life their old self their old identity their old programming and operating system because they haven't given permission to themselves to find that clarity and really it's not about finding at all it's about locating the feeling as you said at the beginning locate that feeling because the feeling is the end result of an experience so if you're already in the feeling, you've moved through all of this chatter and all of this mind play that is keeping you bouncing from one thing to the other and essentially having a skirmish with yourself on the decks of your own ship. <laughs> you know, that's, that's what you're yeah. doing the whole time. And yeah. so the, the, the conscious analytical mind you know, that principally or primarily operates at, at high beta or mid-range beta brainwaves. It wants to keep a cycle. It wants to keep a predictable rhythm because right. that's how it operates. So, if you can go to the end and you can say, Well, of all these things that I fear, I already know them to be available to me because I'm feeling them and I'm experiencing them on a daily basis. But what is if the, the, the opposite was true? What is if this idea, this passion, this purpose came to me for a reason? Because it didn't go to Bobby and it didn't go to Josie next to me, it came to me. And so, it came to you for for a very specific reason. And fear is a fuel. That's all that it is. Fear is a fuel. And it's an opportunity and an invitation at the same time to look at what is it that you really feel? Is it that... I, don't fear, I actually fear not having what I desire because I've always been taught that I need to work hard and you know, there's no guarantees to getting what you want. Mm-hmm. Or you're a dreamer and your heads are in the clouds. And, you know, that is just not possible because the old operating system from parents, family, institutions, schooling, all that said it needs to work this way and this is how you fit into a system, which more and more people, as you know, are breaking out of mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Big, big time.
0: Yeah, which is awesome. Yes. So awesome. <laughs> so awesome
1: right now. Yeah.
0: Okay, so what I'm hearing is that the key here is to getting super super clear on exactly what it is that you want.
1: Yes, super clear. That is the alpha and the omega. That is that's the only place you reside in because without clarity there is no mastery. Without clarity there your decisions and choices seem to evaporate or seem to be contained within a very small sphere of opportunity.
0: So what are some tips that you can give us or even share maybe a a story of someone that you've worked with to help us understand how to create that clarity and also create something that we know that we truly want? Because I know that there are times where I have gone to create a dream. This is what I truly want. Mm-hmm. And then within a split second, it's like, but what I'll do is, because I don't think I can do that, we'll just go like back here and we'll just create this dream instead. Mm-hmm. So how can, we, how can we really give ourselves permission to create this life that we want and not put these subconscious blocks in place?
1: Beautiful, beautiful. Firstly, and, and I'll, I'll use my story as an example. Mm. There are many with, with clients, but I'll use mine as an example because it's closest to home, of course.
0: Yeah, yeah. So
1: the number one thing is, is to identify your values and also where your passions are. When I was building wealth and uh, health and, and uh, being businesses, that was fine and dandy at the time because I was very engrossed in the physiology of the body, you know, uh-huh. the movement and mechanism, anatomy and all those sort of things. I was always interested in the mind. I was always interested in spirituality and consciousness.
0: Uh-huh.
1: However, I kept it suppressed because I feared that it wouldn't be reciprocated or be of interest or it would negatively impact my position as CEO of my business. Mm-hmm. because All of my clients were CEOs and surgeons and doctors mm-hmm. and blah, blah, blah. So yeah. I told myself that so I could keep myself safe. So really it's because I was happy, I was comfortable living the life I was at the time, mm-hmm. which ultimately upon reflection was really just a distraction. Yeah, and so as I moved through different businesses uh, after that, and then create co-founded a nutrigenomic company, you know, healthy living, healthy aging, and then into social media marketing and all the rest. There was still something missing, and I sat here and I thought, what really interests me? What lights me up? And I know we've spoken about this. Yeah, and I said, okay, I'm a big, big three person. So. The three main pillars, quantum physics, neuroscience, and consciousness, mm-hmm. those three things. So if I brought those three things together, what do they give me? What does that knowledge and information give me? That gave me zero limits, that everything is possible when I understand how everything works and that I I am a creator of my own reality. And from that perspective, I said, well, If I've had all these dreams and I look at my my previous choices and those choices that have really lit me up and turned me on and moved me forward, moved the needle on my life, they were sharing wisdom with others, travel, collaborations, deep, deep understanding and knowledge in certain areas, yada, 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 yada. So they were my values. So if you're pursuing wealth and you overlook what you value, then you're going to miss the mark. You may attain wealth, but it may come at a cost, or you may be on the slippery slope and it, it will always be elusive to you. Mm-hmm. So that gave me a supreme level of clarity then, which then said, well, this is what I've always been interested in. This is the language that I've secretly been keeping to myself and, and had these occultish sort of meetings in the basement, chipping away at stone tablets <laughs> with close family and friends or whatever. Yeah. So that was a liberating moment. And I said, so if I'm interested in that, there's 7.5 billion people on the planet. Surely there's another person interested in that. For every one person that says, yes, I'm interested in that too. There's another hundred just like them.
0: Uh And
1: so I started to understand who I was, which is about really that exposure instead of going into the market and going, I need to be seen as this and I need to be heard as that. And I need to be validated as this in order to fit in or to be, you know, viewed as approachable, successful, influential. So, so I got to know myself more. And those three, those three pillars gave me a greater understanding as to what drives me. And it also gave me a greater understanding by, by looking at my values. Is it family? Is it connection, deep connection and conversation? So that actually helped with my clarity enormously because yep. then, then it was easier to move to the end mm-hmm. and, and to, and to cultivate that envision. Because all of those things are in that envision.
0: You did say in that, okay, so we've got to a point where you know what it is that you're really passionate about, and you said that you need to, you actually said, and then I could understand how. I find that we don't really need to understand how at that point, and the how just makes itself known, and that people thinking, but I don't know how, is the biggest limiting belief I think that almost has people moving forward it's that I know that that's what I want to do but I don't know how so I can't do that thing I can see you just like busting to get out (laughs) (laughs) If if we don't understand how how do we move from that crystal clear clarity on what it is that we want to that you know what are some ways that you've used to move forward
1: Okay, perfect, love it, love it. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Yeah, <laughs> the, um, I could really,
0: see it. So, so,
1: so uh, another key term I use is called a point of light. A point mm-hmm. of light is really a destination. It's a date and time, it's a line in the sand, when you're going to launch something, you're going to start something, whatever it's going to be. And then you reverse engineer from that perspective. In my language, I've received information, I've received inspiration, and now it's time to ground it and earth it and apply it. Mm-hmm. And as you've said, you know, the how typically shows up when we when we create a framework for it. So I create a point of light. And then from there, I say, so what people, tools, and resources do I need in order to arrive at that destination fulfilled? Mm-hmm. Which is really the end in mind. They're just little mini ends in mind. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So as an example, what I uh, used to do with my signature course, Business Owners, We'll say, okay, here's a, a really basic structure. This is the length of the course. This is how many people you want. This is the content. This is the price point, And this is all a superstructure detailed in a, a dot point sort mm-hmm. of document. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That then gave the conscious mind satisfaction to say, okay, there's some solidness there. There's some framework. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it really was visualizing my end and that the launch whatever it was going to be, the start of something was already completed and I'd moved past that. Once that's set up, it's then listening to that inspirational voice and that intuitive nudge that says, just go to that meeting today or just reach out and touch base with that person. If you take the micro steps, Mm -hmm. your macro reality becomes fuller. So the micro steps is trust yourself enough to just make one decision at a time and call that fulfillment in that moment. So, I'm going to reach out and connect with, with Samantha. Bang, done. On to the next thing. What else do I feel nudged about? So, we can start to ask the questions of our deeper selves, which bypasses the conscious mind. So, you, what action today brings me closer to the fulfillment of my point of light or my goal? And you trust that and you take action on that. And that, and if it's one action a day, that's what it is. If it's three, Great but it's not eight to 25 things on your page and you always start at the middle and all the bottom and never do the top one.
0: Yeah. And I love that, that trusting the gut or trusting the intuition, because I feel that we're born knowing to trust our gut or to trust our intuition. And then we go to school and we're told that, you know, that's not the way it works. And our parents tell us you know, well, for some of us, we're told that that's not a thing and it is a thing. And it's about getting back to that and really knowing that, you know, some of us may be more intuitive than others, but I believe that we're all intuitive. It's not just something for the select few. We all have that feeling in our gut sometimes. It just goes, I know this isn't right and I can't put my finger on why, but this isn't right. And, uh, you know, for me, I think that, you know, years ago, every time I didn't trust my gut, Oh, it was all, it never ended well. Yeah,
1: it turned to custard straight away. Yeah, (laughs)
0: Yeah, it turned to (laughs) custard. Yeah, absolutely. We've got that light, we're thinking about our values, and you were talking about, you know, understanding that your values were connection and deep conversation and, and all of that. As business owners, we do need to make money. Yes. So, what I want to know is for the people whose values aren't around wealth and who can't afford to just do things as a passion project because they might need to pay the mortgage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Just maybe. <laughs> How do they get around this?
1: Yes, it's again, it comes back to the two hemispheres. Uh-huh. There are two hemispheres in the brain. One's the logic and one's the creative, and they both uh-huh. work together. So, monetizing your passion, it's something that you do very well, and it's it, monetizing your values, your gifts. And your, your know how, literally mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Your, your knowingness is easier than you believe. And so it really is a, a case of first and foremost understanding that you are a broadcasting station. So you are a broadcasting instrument, which means if you've cultivated the end in mind and you repeat it on a daily basis through meditation or guided visualization, you know, journaling, whatever it's going to be then you stand a greater chance of having already done the work at a subconscious and a superconscious level Mm -hmm. so that when you actually go into the field and take those inspired actions, you are being led towards exactly what you need to do in order to attract the cash flow. Mm -hmm. So cash flow is really linked to consciousness and consciousness is capital. If we bypass our consciousness and we say, I need to do it all in the head and I need to push and work harder, invariably it's going to feel like hustle and more and more people are moving away from hustle now. Okay, uh-huh. So as an example, even though it sounds incredibly woo-woo, it is a case of mastering your energy and dialing into that energy of that everything is already taken care of uh-huh. in, in the sense of that I am doing what inspires me every single day and I am being led by the internal dialogue, not the, not the conscious or the analytical dialogue to take the action. So if you have a product, it's, it's your signature. It's got you in it. Mm-hmm. So you become the embodiment of your own product. Mm-hmm. It's not a widget that you're just selling to make money on, you know, Alibaba or uh, eBay or whatever it's mm-hmm. going to be. Monetizing your uh, services is easier than you, your conscious mind wants you to believe because we're taught that you've got to do this and you've got to do that. And you've, you've got to have, you know, a PhD in, in business and you, you, you won't hit. A million dollars until blah, 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 or even your first hundred thousand. It's a zero sum game when we play, play at that level. From my perspective, it's where are your values? What lights you up and who, i.e., your niche, your target market, your audience, can you serve love and actually get results for? And then it's putting a price on that. The price, and, and I hear this more from females than males is, guys will typically go and say, oh, yeah, it's going to be that, which is maybe the overcompensation. Mm-hmm, f- mm-hmm. The feminine energy might be the, the undercompensation. Yeah. So finding that middle ground and taking the initial step, mm-hmm. which is saying, hey, this is what I'm doing. And that mm-hmm. comes back to that exposure part because mm-hmm. money will not land in your bank or be available to you unless you are wired to it. So any reality... If you want a new reality, you must first be wired for it, biologically, neurologically, and consciously.
0: Mm-hmm. Otherwise, you're
1: just wired to the old programming. Yeah. So I'm not sure that's answered the question entirely, but it's, it, it loops back to clarity and it loops back to taking that inspired action.
0: Totally. What is the difference between being in flow and knowing that some days we need to do one thing, something, times we need to do three things, and sometimes we are doing 12 things? What's the difference between that and allowing our fears to hold us back and sitting under a tree saying, I just know that I just need to be in flow?
1: So if I understand your question correctly, is it like the secret I sit under and and maybe a bag of gold is going to land in my lap?
0: Yeah, and also, you know, sometimes... People will think, you know what, I don't exactly know what I need to do and I'm feeling a bit uninspired and a bit tired. So today I'm just going to be in flow and know that what I need is a bit of Mm self-care. Where in actual fact, maybe that was another day, but maybe today it's just that you're really, really scared about hitting go on that webinar, about pushing go on the new sales page, about picking up the phone and speaking to someone to have a conversation that needs to be had. What's the difference between knowing that
1: It's the conversation that is being had behind your choice. And the conversation behind is typically a feeling. If you say, oh, maybe I should just nurture myself today and get a massage and do this, and but listen to the chatter. Is the chatter like, oh, but the bills won't get paid or I've still got that to do? And if your focus and awareness is moved straight to that, then there's no way that you can fully enjoy, immerse and be fulfilled by making this nurturing choice because you have this alternative conversation
0: Mm -hmm. going
1: on. So really it's addressing what's the alternative conversation that's playing in the background and bringing that to the surface and actually asking what is it about taking action that brings the biggest fear forward for me? Say, well, and they might say, well, because I don't know how. So what's behind the how? Well, um, I, I don't think people are going to like it. So what's behind that? Well, actually, I'm afraid of judgment. What's behind the judgment? Well, actually, my father always said, you should do this instead of that, and you'd never be good at this. Or why do you have to, why is your head in the clouds? So what's behind that? Well, as a very young child, I I just loved creating things. I was so beautifully creative, and I saw color and different things, I'd make suggestions to older people, and those grandparents would love it. So you're carrying that all the way forward in your decision. And so sitting there and saying, what moves me closer to my, my end vision? Ask what's the conversation behind it. And if you're totally congruent, which is, Hey, I feel incredibly prosperous today. And I've, I've taken some consider, some considerable leaps of faith, quantum leaps in, in my, my own personal trust. And I feel comfortable that it's, it's, it's a me day today. If that's behind the scene, then. That's a clue. Yeah.
0: I think that was such a beautiful explanation of really asking what's behind that, what's behind that, and getting to the core of it and understanding I'm okay, I'm actually okay, I can do this.
1: Mm. Yes, because it comes that comes back. It shapes your clarity because you haven't got this, you know, all these tentacles or sinews of of um, the thoughts or feelings of others, mm. which everything in our external world. Is really shaped from our internal world. Mm -hmm. And so if we, if we say, I can't do that because of this person, or, you know, I was always taught that by this external thing. The 3D world is the, is the world of matter and objects and things. So essentially, as soon as something arises in you that has got a dad or a mum or a name or a face or an age, it's just an identity. Strip mm. that identity off and say, what was it about the action, the words or the inaction or, or lack of words or support and that I'm still wearing today, still wearing as a badge and as an identity? And, and that's, that's what holds a lot of entrepreneurs back because they'll hit a ceiling. They'll make their first k or they'll make their first $1,000 sale or they'll get their first six-figure year and then all of a sudden they're at a, at a ceiling and that ceiling can be broken through. Maybe at, they're, at that, uh, they're at midpoint of, of six figures or even seven or higher, but there's always a ceiling. And this is the evolution of the entrepreneur.
0: Mm.
1: And the ceiling is held in place by what um, Gay Hendricks calls as the upper limit problem. Mm-hmm. And the upper, upper limit problem is held into place by four principal things. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm going to abandon others if I take this leap. I'm going to outshine others. Something is fundamentally wrong or flawed with me, and another one that I just can't think of right now. Oh no, it's, it's the uh, it's the belief that uh, I will hurt another. Do, wow! Wow! So there's four primary things there that exter- essentially we're externalizing all of that reference material in order to make a decision, which is then influencing and affecting our results. So, my biggest point would be stop asking for permission outside of you. It's give yourself the permission. No one mm. else is going to give it to you ever.
0: No, no one's going to walk up and tap you on the shoulder and go, it's okay now, Sam. Yeah, you can do right. that. Yeah. yeah,
1: that's right.
0: <laughs> yeah. yeah, totally. Yeah. Totally. And it's not about us tapping ourselves on the shoulder. let you say it's within us and we know that it's there. And that comes back to the intuition. We know it, but we shut it out and say, no, it's not possible.
1: The intuition is is hugely important. Like, you know, we are taught to function on five senses. Mm-hmm. That's our biological instrument. When in fact, intuition, as you know, Sam, is well beyond the five fifth sensory range. Mm. So intuition comes through as different types of impressions. We might be able to see a smell or taste a color or whatever it may be in, in rough sort of terms. mm
0: mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
1: But that's where we move from a Newtonian model, which is third-dimensional, into a quantum model. And the quantum model means that all potentials simultaneously exist in the eternal now. Anything you can conceive of already exists as a possibility. It's just being held in a waveform and is yet to collapse into a particle. It collapses into particle when you start to take action.
0: Can someone take this zero-limits journey just on their own?
1: At the beginning, yes. And I say at the beginning because most people that I've come across, you're probably the same, Sam, is we are beings that crave independence and we crave to break free of the old struggle or the old paradigm or the old thoughts and beliefs and judgments of others. So it's something we've got to prove to ourselves first and foremost. So most people would say, yes, I need to go and do it on my own and they may shun support and collaboration. Mm -hmm. However, super quickly, you will gain the most momentum when you collaborate, when you are part of a like-minded, trusted community of people that's, that, that are all you know, thriving and enjoying and evolving in, at their own rate. There's an intrinsic understanding as to what we, we're all going through.
0: I know for myself that any time that I've had these bigger shifts, it's always been in a group of people and it's the energy. We're all vibrating at at an energy that's higher and just the whole lot, you know, just even as I'm explaining it, I can feel it in my body now. It's so different when you are around other people that truly believe as well and not just, yeah, Sam, okay. (laughs) Yes,
1: totally, totally. And, and, you know, I still stretch myself too. Uh So, you know, now I'm part of a, a community that has, the mean revenue in these businesses is eight plus figures, mm-hmm. and so that for me, that's that next leap. That's mm-hmm. that saying. What are the conversations that these guys and girls are having? Yes. What's their state of being? Being in a room with them, having one-on-one, hall pass conversations with them, it, it is more natural. It is more simple. So as as we start at the beginning, it's almost like a, a an hourglass, or well, actually, mm-hmm. it's it's the other way. We, we think that it needs to be more complicated when, in fact, it's more simple. Yes. Everything is more simple, not more complicated. Yes. It, it is us that gives the complexity, complexity to everything.
0: Yeah. Love that. Yeah. So for people that are listening and just absolutely resonating with this conversation, with what we're talking about, how can people stay connected with you?
1: Well, you can find me on Facebook. I'm sure there's going to be a link somewhere around. I'm yes, absolutely. <laughs> you can find me on Facebook. Or you can go to my website, matthewpaddy.com. By the time this is up, the uh, self-paced course will be live. You can have a look through there. But, uh, and
0: that's uh, Zero Limits Shape Your Best Life. I'd love you to tell us about it because I've had a look and it's awesome.
1: Yeah, thank you. Thank you. So, so yeah, just go to MatthewPatty.com, There's a redirect through to the, um, the learning uh, platform there or the course platform. Um, essentially shaping your best life. And we were playing with a number of, of title tags for that. You know, initially it was, you know, break free from p- your past and liberate yourself from a predictable future and consciously upgrade the life of your dreams. So it was a bit long-winded. So we started to think, well, the whole eight-week journey, which is the uh, the shape your best life journey, is moving people from understanding that life is so much bigger and more available to them than they could ever have imagined. You know, whatever you you dream of, believe of, conceive of, you can receive of. You've probably Uh heard all that sort of stuff Uh before. So we go into the quantum side of the quantum model, which is breaking you out of that old archaic system, which is whatever I can see, I can believe. Uh It's actually saying, no, we can only see a very small, a fraction of the light spectrum, and yet, there are many realms, there are many dimensions, there are many, many possibilities that exist when we find our edges and we open ourselves to being clear. And so the whole eight-week journey is moving you from an old model and upgrading your operating system so that now you are a fully activated conscious being that can insert your energy, your creative abilities and unique talents and abilities into the world exactly as you see fit. And also for you to understand that by the end of the course, you may have been saying, I want greater financial wealth or freedom or to have my bills paid or whatever it is. But by the end of it, it's actually not about the things and the objects in the material world. It's about Mm -hmm. the end feeling. You experience that and you, you master work to master that. Then everything takes on a different hue, a different vibration. And, you know, it would seem that your life has become magical.
0: It would seem and it is. Yes, (laughs) as it is, so be. (laughs) Thank you, Matthew. You've just, it's been a wonderful conversation. You've dropped so many value bombs and I will certainly be going back to listen to this again. And uh, thank you so much for joining me here today and sharing your wisdom and your zone of genius.
1: Thanks for nerding out with me, Sam. (laughs) I I love it and uh, I'd I'd love to uh, have you on, on my show sometime soon as well.
0: Sounds fantastic. Thanks so much. See you. Do you want to grow and scale your business so you can make an even bigger impact? One of the reasons I've been able to achieve the success I have over the years can be attributed to one simple factor. Surrounding myself with like-minded people, people who think big like me, who have a desire for growth, and who understand the challenges we face when growing and scaling a business. That's why I've created a free community, especially for thought leaders and experts just like you, and I'd love you to join us. Just request access to my free Facebook group at Thought Leaders in a Circle. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love you to share this on your favorite social account. Just head to cementtherileyglobal forward slash podcast, click on your favorite episode and you'll see the buttons right there to share the love. And as this show is new, I would love, love, love you to leave a five-star rating and a review on iTunes. See you next time in the Thought Leaders Business Lab.